Welcome, Tim. Thank you. Uh, you've been with us doing this thing before. Yes, I have. Not on this podcast. <clears throat> Not on this podcast. In the 31 Days of Horror, you were with mm-hmm. us a couple of times. Mm-hmm. Yes. Twice. Twice. Yeah, we saw we saw a good couple movies with you, and now you're back for this one. So yes, I am. Excited yes. to have you, have you here. And you had seen this movie already yes, before, too. I have, so that's, yeah. that's kind of cool. We have seen this movie. You hadn't seen it before. First time. First time. I, I yes. like that when we got a mix of mm-hmm. both. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, well, what did we just watch? We watched Hush. Hush. From 2016, written by Mike Flanagan and directed by Mike Flanagan. Mm-hmm. A deaf-mute writer who retreated into the woods to live a solitary life must fight for her life in silence when a masked killer appears at her window. Bum, bum, bum. Yeah, pretty creepy. I mean, <laughs> yeah. this, uh, I'm trying to remember... The movies that we've watched on the podcast before, but this one, at least in my mind, sticks out as like, we got no magic going on here. We got no supernatural shit, no monsters, mm-hmm. but the monster in this movie is a human a being, mm-hmm. uh, a real, a real person, which is a whole nother level of terror. Yes. I feel like now, I, I mean, I guess this is the difference between uh, psychological thrillers and horror is the mm. fact that like psychological films will dwell in more fictional stuff as opposed to mm. horror tends to gravitate towards uh, monsters and such that mm. don't exist. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. Yeti's real. Anyways. That's for a different <laughs> That's a different That's podcast. That's a different podcast. <laughs> that's on my Sasquatch podcast. Sasquatch pod. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Uh, but yeah, I, I mean, I think that this one definitely plays on the psychological horror uh mm-hmm. and the scares it's all the the killer's motivations are just to be uh, a st- sadistic uh crazed asshole yeah mm-hmm. so that's what he's he's trying to torture her this mm-hmm. whole time and us too mm-hmm. and we're in her shoes so I, yeah yeah like when she i mean this is kind of skipping ahead but whenever he has the glass and the, oh. the knife on the glass and then you hear that mm-hmm. and like she can't hear it but we so it's just like it's uneasy. And I like, mean, in general, ooh. the the sounds it it's this interesting juxtaposition, juxtaposition that the movie has where she is deaf and mute, mm-hmm. but the sounds and sound effects of this movie are so loud and mm-hmm. so in your face and so everything has a sound effect attached to it. Mm-hmm. It's all so amplified mm-hmm. uh, to us, and mm-hmm. they play a lot into sounds and lack of sound too Mm -hmm. um i think that's one of the strongest points of this movie is their sound design um and it has to be i think when you have this setup uh yeah of this it's a a simple story really it's a very simple um cat and mouse type of that's right it's game for the most part two people Mm -hmm. there's 
two other physical actors that we see. We see another one on FaceTime. Mm-hmm. That's it. So the whole thing, five actors. Yeah. Um, and one location. Yep. Which yep. I think is great. Mm-hmm. So easy. So it's easy. very economical mm-hmm. film, I would say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, also, I want to just uh, do a little shout out to the... Uh, uh, the the person that hired the cat. That was a beautiful cat. <laughs> Great cat. Very, very cute. Very cute. Yes. The cat's name was Bitch. Bitch. Yep, Bitch. Um, love Bitch. Love Bitch. Mm-hmm. Love Bitch. Star. Star. <laughs> Star right. of the show. Well, let's get into it. Yeah. yeah. From the top. Make it drop. That's some wet-ass bitch. That's some wet-ass bitch. <laughs> and... We kind of start off with a an immediate jump scare mm-hmm. because what the whole. What do you mean? I, I didn't. Boom. I didn't jump. Uh, well, you were asking like, wait, isn't the is the volume down? Like, did we turn it on? We're like, oh yeah, okay. And then boom! It says hush, hush. Yes. Which, another point of irony, I think, of this movie mm. is the the title is hush, which is about being quiet. Mm-hmm. But when we see it, it's a boom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very deep bass in your face. It really sound. sets up the movie mm-hmm. within yes. a second. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that was nice. I think that this whole first shot is a, does a really good job of setting it up because, yeah, mm-hmm. we get this, like, mm-hmm. we're in for some intense sounds, but also we're in the middle of the deep woods. Yeah. Everything, mm-hmm. like, there's no city in sight. There's mm-hmm. not even another house in sight. Right. We're deep, deep into the woods, and the camera literally comes down and goes deeper and into the woods. It's zooming in pretty fast, but it still takes a while, so really... Highlights the fact that it's a very, very isolated. It's secluded. Cabin. Yeah, yeah, that is exactly. I I put jump scare intro, secluded cabin in the woods. Mm-hmm. So so fuck. fuck. We're <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because we know we're watching a horror movie. We're mm-hmm. immediately like fuck. And yeah. and in a world where you know, it really doesn't matter whether you're deaf or mute, in a scary movie, in a scary situation. Oh yeah. That's difficult. Even if yeah. you could hear or talk, it, we're still right dreading the location. I will say, though, one of my questions that I had, and one question that I asked when I saw it the first time, mm-hmm. and I wanted to try and answer it this time, was, okay, I get that she's a writer. She wants to like keep focused on her work and stuff. But you can live all by yourself way out there when you're deaf and mute. Yeah. That seems a little problematic to me. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that uh, that kind of goes back to the motivations of her too. I mean, it, it seems like they they don't go into it too much, but I th- I get the feeling that she just got out of a relationship yeah, with Craig, right. and back in the city probably. Back in the city, fair. Uh, and so she probably wants to just disassociate with mm-hmm. everything that could remind her of Craig. Sure. I mean, she's obviously still struggling with uh, with it too with mm-hmm. this. It was probably a hard break. Um, so I can find the motivation in that she just wants to get away. Yeah. And I don't know how long she has been in this cabin. Also, like, where exactly we are. Yeah. It might, she might have looked it up because of, um, you know, these added barriers that um, she was just like, maybe this is like the safest secluded space that True. I can go to in well, the middle of nowhere. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and to her, she's not thinking about a killer stalking. No, well, no, of course so. not. But I mean, I'm just saying like practically like for her to get stuff done and like mm-hmm. get around. I mean, she's not helpless, but obviously as this movie shows, um, 
But I also think she's also been there for long enough to have a relationship with the neighbors mm-hmm. and that for mm-hmm. Sarah to be like, hey, I've been learning uh, sign language. I've been taking a class and this is what I've picked up so far. Yes. You know, so yeah, it has, has been be. long yeah. enough that that... And know. she's written an entire book and there's until the end. Yeah. So she's... And that's where we come to her in the story. Mm-hmm. And by the way, the main character's name is Maddie. That's who yes, we're talking Maddie. about. Maddie. And we're introduced to her in this, like, again, heavy in-your-face sound effects of her cooking. Mm-hmm. Everything has a sound. Everything is so tight, too. Close-ups and every boil, every sizzle, you hear every open has a noise. And then it, the first time that we actually see her face, it fades into mm-hmm. like, silence. And then, we yeah, we go back to all those close-ups, but with nothing. Nothing. And it really does, I think, a nice job of showing you how sound changes what you're looking at, you know, mm-hmm. like we saw those shots with the sound and now we're seeing them without. And it really does change how those shots feel. Mm-hmm. Uh, we get uh, Sarah next door mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. in her contact. Uh, SND, as I kept writing down, uh, mm. texts her and says, can I stop by? And so then we meet Sarah for the first time. And like, she's walking from a while away. So yeah. that kind of establishes mm-hmm. her house is like, down a long, at least a long driveway and probably long, another Maybe like half a mile away. Yeah. Yeah. Because like, even though they're next door neighbors, they're, yeah. That's the the closest house? Oh, shit. Okay. Mm -hmm. You're really isolated. And um, we definitely are establishing that an important tool for Maddie is her computer and her phone. Yes. Mm -hmm. I mean, because she's deaf and mute, to do a lot of communication, she needs her computer and her phone. Mm-hmm. Um, through FaceTime and, also and texting. She, yeah, mm-hmm. and, and she's always on her laptop anyway mm-hmm. because she's writing. Yes. So. It's very important and it like, is like a central point for her. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, uh, but then we meet Sarah for the first time and we kind of do get the sense that they've known each other for a while. Months at months, least. Months, yeah. Since Maddie's been there writing her book at least. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, Sarah's really sweet. Super sweet. Like yeah. she's trying to learn sign language. She like mm-hmm. fucks up. Yeah, so yeah, she yeah. says like kiss, kiss. instead of storytelling. Story yeah. At some point, um, but she's going over there every day. I think to get signing like lessons, mm-hmm. um, and she also establishes that her husband boyfriend boyfriend uh, John is at work or something. Don't really hear much about him, but they kind of, you know, talk about him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, then, though, this is when she burns all the food. And right. we get that super oh. loud, mm-hmm. intensely bright strobe light. Yeah, if you suffer from seizures. Uh, yeah, be careful yeah, on that out. one. Yeah. And then the, the other scenes. There's a fire alarm, really, like, like strobe lights. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and she says mm-hmm. it's so intense that it she can feel the vibrations even in her sleep right to wake her up if there's a fire yep um and again we're doing a nice job of kind of establishing tools that are going to come back mm-hmm. yes. later i really like a lot of different things like yeah. we also see her shaking the cat's food mm-hmm. early on we know what that means and it shows like that the entire like we saw the outside of the house before but now we know the landscape of all of the house mm-hmm. so when she's going from room to room looking for the cat you know where she is in relation to this place and this mm-hmm. and this you can draw upstairs. a map yeah. yeah 
Exactly. It's yeah. pretty, yeah, they do a very good job of establishing the space. She goes upstairs. We know that there's mm-hmm. an upstairs. Mm-hmm. An attic. An attic. Um, there's like her bedroom and the kitchen and the living room are right next to each other. Yeah, I feel like I can picture the entire house. Exactly. Um, That's a nice front door, too. Yeah, it's just a whole a, nice house. Yeah. I, think. I mean, yeah. Another yeah. thing about the house is it is almost entirely surrounded in windows. Yeah. Very much. Mm. And when the killer comes in, there's a lot of moments of feeling like she is an animal trapped mm-hmm. inside this place and in a cage, like just tapping uh, like a fishbowl. Mm-hmm. It feels like a fishbowl that she's trapped in. Mm-hmm. Um, beautiful house, but it's not a good place to be in a no. horror movie. At yeah, all. no. No, I love windows, but my goodness, I didn't want any windows. Yeah, in that I love. I mean, I thought it was a perfect house for them to shoot over. It made mm-hmm. things horrifying. Oh yeah, they found a great house. Yeah, in a great location. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, we, we have a pretty good sense of this house and the things that she uses. I wrote down working in the big chair. Cause yeah. she works, she, cause she sits in this big chair a lot of the time in mm-hmm. the movie when she's writing. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's like working on her book and she's mm-hmm. clearly struggling. She's trying to pick which ending to go with. She has like seven endings that she keeps cycling through. And then like a voice in her head, which was established with Sarah, mm-hmm. um, was saying like no you can't have this no this or like that ah, going through scenarios work. and like yeah. the outcomes she had yeah in the conversations with sarah she calls it writer's brain writer's brain and it's like she explains it as seeing every possibility every single possibility that could be um the outcome of this story mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and she just has to like organize which one is the best essentially mm-hmm. um She's got like this crazy, almost over planny kind of brain. Mm-hmm. Like she's like, it seems like it can't stop. It's mm-hmm. always running. Um, and she's struggling with it right now. Mm-hmm. She's trying to figure out what like voices in her head. They're all jumbled. She can't figure it out. And uh, sorry to interrupt you, but yeah. she also said talking to Sarah that it's her mom's voice. So I felt like there was some like, critic in her voice in her head mm. that's her mom's voice and it's like constantly saying helping like her, yeah. uh that's it's like helping her but it's also not and it's like no that's not gonna work okay like i just can't make one decision i have to have seven and i have to keep playing with it and mm-hmm. attaching it so mm-hmm. and then boom like against the window yeah. sarah next door comes up and is banging on her window next to her kitchen mm-hmm. but maddie, but maddie can't, can't hear it, hear it. yeah, yeah. She's just like, she's all bloodied up and Mm -hmm. then she's just screaming for help. And then all of a sudden you see a crossbow arrow like come into her out of nowhere. In her, in her shoulder. Shoulder. Yeah. And then you see, (laughs) we see our guy, the guy, and he's just wearing this creepy ass white mask. Just blank. Just blank. So blank. Uh And, um, just talk about him for a second. John Gallagher Jr. John Gallagher Jr. Yeah. Uh, what else was, has he been in? He's done a lot of plays more than anything. But oh, he was okay. in the newsroom show on HBO. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. He normally plays really sweet, like, nerdy guys. Yeah. That no. was not the case in this one. No, no. he was so sweet. What are you talking about? <laughs> sweet in his own way. So, I feel bad for Adam now. <laughs> <laughs> but he, I, I got to say, his performance is really, really good. Uh, because he has this, like... Casualness mm-hmm. about the entire movie. Like, I mean, we know it's established later that he's done this many times. Yes. And at this point, he's just like in his groove. He's just like, this is yeah. his comfort zone. Mm-hmm. He never 
unless he's chasing someone, runs. Doesn't seem like he's doing things very urgently. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's taking his time. He's enjoying it. Yeah. He oh, loves yeah. it. He's a hunter. You have to hunt like, you know, you're like a cat. Yeah. I was going to say like you're prey, but I was like, no. Yeah, no, he has some confidence about him that's like terrifying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's really scary. Well, and uh, there's the point whenever uh, she, I mean, maybe I'm skipping ahead. I'm sorry. But there's a point when she tries to like warn him to back off. Because, like, I didn't see your face. Just please go. Like, my boyfriend's going to come home soon. And uh, so then he taunts her, takes off his mask. And, like, you see, like, a neck tattoo. And you see him. But there's really no difference between his face and that mask. It's just blank. Mm. Like, there's no feeling behind his eyes. There's not a shred of warmth or kindness at all. Just. And it's just blank. Just the, like, need to kill. Just to, like, fuck with her. Mm Mm-hmm. He loves it. Yeah. He loves it. He kind of looked like he could also be like drooling and just kind of like, just very like in that, what's that? uh, I'm going to pronounce it really bad. Tetatonic? Nope. Never mind. Catatonic? Catatonic. Mm. There you go. Catatonic. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Catatonic. (laughs) Yeah, because he's like in his group. He was in an earthquake. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) Um, He's about to start an earthquake right now. And it really is, I mean, that first scene when we see Sarah from next door die is yeah long yeah. it's like it's he stabs out. her a lot like and then he keeps stabbing her. but then a lot, it's a like lot, it seems like like he's also like how is she not hearing this really and he's like he's trying like, to see what his limits are with her and he's like stabbing her and he's like really you don't he's see feeding, he's feeding he's feeding off of the fear of yeah him. yeah 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 He's getting so. off on, like, feeling this girl literally die in his arms. Yeah. yeah. And then, yeah, I think you're right. He's like, why isn't she scared right like, now? Why can't... What's going on? Yeah. And then he has a moment where he's, like, tapping... That's where I thought of the, like, fishbowl. Mm-hmm. Like, he's just tapping on mm. her glass. And he starts to realize, oh, shit. It's like, this could be fun. Yeah. This, this is new. Mm-hmm. This is interesting. Yeah. This could be a fun, fun mouse to hunt. Because maybe, and this is speculation, but maybe, like, he likes to, he originally liked to kill people in front of people, see them get freaked out, and then kill them, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But then when she wasn't reacting, he was like, oh, I could totally mess with her this entire time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is cool. I could draw this out. This is a new yeah, strategy. Yeah. Like, I'm going to, like, he's, like, also doing the little voice in his head of, like, this mm-hmm. is the many times... Or many ways that I can kill her. Ooh, I'm thinking of all the fucked up shit I can do. La, 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 And uh, this, I think this beginning portion, I love um, how they build, because we know now that there's a killer outside. Mm -hmm. She doesn't know. Maddie doesn't know. I love how they reveal it to her. Because it starts off very simple, where she still doesn't know. She goes back to working on her computer. Mm -hmm. She's still struggling with... Getting this ending done, and um, she's like having fun with it. Well, like yeah, the she's cat, kind of just like the cat ran away after the smoke in the house. Mm-hmm. So then she like goes and tries to look for find her. the cat, and that's what shows the whole house. Yeah, we mm-hmm. kind of go through the house. Um, she opens the door. She lets the door open, and I put girl, don't don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> yeah, because then she's like, <laughs> she's on the computer, and we get. He comes in. Yeah, he literally walks in and takes her phone. Yeah. 
And he's just well, he standing was gonna, there. He was going to kill her. Oh, that's right. He, he was, was going to kill do her. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then she gets a voice FaceTime from somebody. From her sister, I think. Oh, yeah, her sister. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then mm-hmm. she's like signing to her and being like, hey, when are you going to come back? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, I almost called Craig. And she's like, girl, no. No, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't and do then that. she's like, what was that? Yeah. And she's, she's like, like, oh, it's a cat. Oh, it's a cat. Don't worry. It's bitch. It's bitch, the cat. And, uh, yeah, and that's when I think that she's like, I got to go. I'm going to go find the cat, whatever. We get her trying to look for the cat. Can't find him. Mm-hmm. Kind of weird. Again, she's like clueless as to yeah. what's going on. So she kind of just lets. Which just makes it faster oh, so yeah. much more because it takes so long. Because we're like, where is this fucker? Like, right. Yeah. I, at least that's what I'm thinking. Like, what window is he looking at? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And then she goes back to work and she gets a message from her phone. Yeah to her computer and it's pictures through the of windows her. of her creepy yes. creepy mm-hmm. love that reveal yeah and then the last one is like like clearly taken like a second ago when she realizes that somebody is taking pictures and sending it to her yeah. and it's and you can from see her the like... open fucking door mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and she knows that and we have that really slow just look over to mm-hmm the sliding door no one's standing there that she can see but she it's a super slow just like tracking shot of her pov tracking over to the door and you i mean i thought there was gonna be a jump scare there too Mm -hmm. but it's not yeah he's just standing there i kept yelling i was like no no jump scare no jump scare which almost is like creepier that he's like yes not doing anything except just standing and she's not running so like no, it does. And you're like, take he, he just time. stabbed her. Or just stabbed her friend. What are you doing? Yeah. Huh. But she quickly, I mean, runs to the sliding door and locks it. Mm-hmm. And we have just like, I mean, they're face to face. Yeah. There's a couple times where in this movie where they are literally face to face, just and separated just like, by the glass, by barely anything, by yeah. barely anything. <laughs> and Scary. she, uh, uh, really seems like an animal trapped in a. In an exhibit at this mm-hmm. point. Mm-hmm. And he, he's just a lion pacing yeah. around. Mm-hmm. He does this slow, fucking casual walk around. She's trying to lock up every door, trying to mm-hmm. think of what to lock up. And he's just taking his time. He's in no rush. No rush. No, no, no. Nope. And she finally thinks to call the police. Mm-hmm. And right as she's calling, that's when he. It's like Power's he knows. Out. He knows because he's done this before as it's mm-hmm. revealed later. Um he knows what the next step move what the next move is. Yeah. So he's patrolling the area to see he's like, okay, how many doors, how many windows? Um, which one's your bedroom? Mm-hmm. You know, like he can kind of lay like lay it out too yeah. with mm-hmm. her. He's thinking about his plan. With us. Yeah. She's thinking about her plan. Um and I think that that's a thing too. Uh, what I like about her character is that she has these moments of obviously freaking out of the mm-hmm. situation that yeah. she's in. Duh, any of any of us would. And she lets herself break down and freak out mm-hmm. and cry, but very quickly she is able to turn into problem solving mode. Like yeah. she yeah. uses that that writer's brain. To start planning. She, Instead like, of writer's block, it's a uh, very helpful. It's very helpful. Yeah. Like she's constantly 
this movie is like her coming up with plans. Most mm-hmm. of the time, the plans are foiled. Mm-hmm. But as soon as they're foiled, she comes up with a new plan mm-hmm. right away. She's just constantly going. Yeah. And that voice is definitely telling her, it's like, if you stay here crying, you right. will die. Yeah. Well, and what I appreciated, too, is that whenever she was freaking out, the sound and the music was making us freak out. Mm-hmm. And then when she had clarity, then it went quiet. And then it went back to regular ambient sound. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was really cool to like put us into her mind. Mm-hmm. So we uh, ha- have now started her first plan um, is almost a reason with them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because she goes over to her purse and gets the lipstick and writes on the sliding door. I think she says, um, won't tell... Didn't see face, boyfriend coming soon. Mm-hmm. Coming home or coming something. Home. Yeah. Coming home. And um, it is spe- it's a cool shot of like she writes it and then she like has the lights it. The flashlight mm-hmm. behind it. And he looks at it and does this is the moment where we realize, oh shit. Oh, there is no reasoning with this guy. Yeah. No. He's, he just he, takes off his mask and he's like, now you've seen it. Now you saw my face. You... Oh, he doesn't even smile woman. Yeah, it's nope. like, I am here to kill you. Yeah, you right. have no other choice. Right. Well, you know, and essentially. it's interesting because for some reason, at least the first time I watched this movie, when he was taking off his mask, I expected to recognize him. Mm. Because you're like looking for a reason of like, oh, why is this person doing mm-hmm. this? Their identity must reveal some sort of motivation. Yeah, right. But we don't recognize him. No. He's just I thought it was going to be Craig. Mm-hmm. You know, I thought could, it was going to yeah, be Craig. Be. I thought it would have been the neighbor because Sarah and Maddie definitely had a thing going on, even if it's an emotional one. Mm-hmm. Um, so house. I thought it was like her boyfriend at mm-hmm. some point. Mm-hmm. I was also looking for some recognition. And that that makes it scarier, too, because mm-hmm. we don't recognize. This is just either. a total no. stranger just going from house to house to house. Yeah. And shit. it's like this thing, too, of like. Sarah's been having before this movie she's having a horrible time. We don't even know what's happening at her mm-hmm. house, what he's been doing to her. Yeah. Um and why he's even there in the first place. How did he even get there? How did he you even know? get there? And that's the thing, he just like comes into these people's lives and that is the scariest part about it cuz we get no answers to right. these questions the entire movie. Yeah. Um and like I mean Sarah was obviously like booking it to get there. So like clearly she was disheveled, she was bloody already, like he yeah. had obviously been doing uh some sort of like torture psychological shit to her too. Mm-hmm. 100%. Um he's been having a fucking night. Yeah. yeah. A long night for him. Mhm. Um and so she realizes, holy shit, I cannot reason with this guy at all. Right. Mm-hmm. And again, she has a moment of, holy shit, I, I might die. But then let's quickly go back into planning mode. Yeah. Let's figure it out. Well, and that's when it's also established that uh, he finds out that she reads lips. So he can still tempt her or like taunt her. And uh, then he tells her. When you want to die, that's when I'll come inside. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, God. So that's always, like, looming in the back of your mind and the rest like, of the show. He's like, I can movie. come in whenever I want. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just, let's just have some fun. Mm-hmm. Ugh. 
Yeah. He's just... Oh, this guy is... Uh, he's a sick fuck. He's doing something. He's a sick to fuck. To my mind. <laughs> it's interesting, too, because he's like... And th this kind of comes later when we see John. Like, he's not a physically big guy. He's not a... No. If you just saw him on the street... He's average. Besides, like, the tattoo on his neck, he's not that threatening. Of, mm -hmm. He's very plain. Like mm -hmm. that mask, I guess. Yeah, exactly. Uh, kind of just a plain-faced guy who wouldn't be otherwise threatening. His yeah. mask, weirdly enough, is probably what he's wearing in society. And then him mm -hmm. taking it off is his true... I see. You see myself. Psycho self. Yep. yep. Yikes, yikes, yikes. Yeah, I wonder what his day job is. I was, you know, I was thinking about his background, <laughs> like, who, where did he get this crossbow? What, did he have this whole plan with the crossbow? For years, and he's I mean, now he's executing. definitely a hunter. Yeah. Um, he's definitely used that crossbow, like, before he started killing these yes. people. Mm -hmm. Um, so he definitely has background. Well, and the knife that he uses too is a hunting knife. It's a hunting knife. Mm -hmm. so, so he possibly he, he does have some sort of hunting something kind of back yeah. because obviously he's good with that yeah. mm -hmm. crossbow. So he's probably been using. He it can for do a while. it with. I mean, he has to put it down still, but like he's still kind of. I mean, he's strong enough to be able to do that. Yes. And that's pretty tough, as we'll find out. Yeah. With, uh, Maddie. Yeah. But again, like we could talk all day about what we think he, who we think he is, but we'll never it doesn't, know. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You could just project so much onto him and it's like, yeah, I could be any of those things. Mm -hmm. Anything that freaks the fuck anything. out of you could be anything. It could be anything like that. Because we Ooh. have heard time and time again from actual real true crime stories that um, it sometimes they there is no motive mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. their motive is just to kill they just have a desire just... and i will say like the writer and what the actor did may, didn't make it feel frustrating that there wasn't information oh no. no it was just just enough and then taken away mm -hmm. all the amount that yeah. you needed mm -hmm. and uh you could tell that the actor was like working with like information that we may not have or whatever but like oh, they did such a good job mm -hmm. of like just creepy but not like shallow yeah like he knew like he, he knew right. exactly that, that the actor knew his backstory mm -hmm. like you just felt that even though we don't know that he right. just felt mm -hmm. yeah you're right he felt deep like a deep character um even though we really have we don't even know his name no you don't even know He's the name. the guy, just the kept, man. Killer. I put dude, I put motherfucker, I put like psycho. Asshole. Piece of asshole. Shit. Fucker. I named them everything. Yeah. yeah. And you're, I think that our imaginations coloring it in just makes it so much scarier. So mm -hmm. much scarier. Because then it just becomes what's scary to us individually. Mm -hmm. And yeah. everyone's going to project their own fears onto him. Yep. Absolutely. And um, I wrote down it's knife and hammer time. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> She's like, okay, if I can't reason with the guy, I probably am going to have to fight him. Or at least protect myself. Mm -hmm. She's not in fighting mode yet, but she's in protection mode. So she gets kitchen knife, and then we get hammer. Hammer from under the sink. Under the sink hammer. Which then she spilled some stuff on the mm -hmm. floor. Doesn't pick up. We don't do anything with that. But it, it's that's on the there. floor, and we know it. We'll see you later. And that's one thing that, watching this again, I really appreciated how, going back to how economical these shots were because when she gets the hammer out and then when another item spills out that comes into play later, mm -hmm. it's there. It's all established, but you're not 
looking for the thing that came out as lo- as well as the hammer. You're looking for the hammer, mm-hmm. but it's there. And it was and a kitchen. All in one shot. It was a kitchen knife that we established right in the beginning in the kitchen scene. Mm-hmm. And then we go to a close up of a wine cork. Mm-hmm. You know, holy shit! I about that. So then it's it does it it shows us everything that we're gonna use in this movie. Mm-hmm. And it's it makes, right there on the table. But it's not in your face about it. No. You're not like, oh, this is coming in later. It's like it's just it just happens to be there yeah. too. Then there's no shots. The only shots that we have that are repetitive when she like is looking at something to establish, you know, the area or whatever, is. Things that we're expecting to happen, but then don't. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and then like you get a shot of something else, and it's like right, he's right over there, and he's like, "Fuck! Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How many windows are in this fucking oh, house? So many, so many." She gets her knife and her hammer, and I thought this was a good idea was to barricade herself in her room, yeah, because mm-hmm. that was the room that seemed like had the least amount of windows. It had like two, mm-hmm. and there were small windows, yeah. And I was like, oh, okay, that makes sense. Like, get away from the windows. He can come in at any time. He can smash them in, whatever. Um, and I was like, all right, cool. I kept I kept waiting for a smash window. Mm-hmm. But like he told us in the beginning, I'm going to take my time. He's not so, interested in coming in right now. Yep. He's got plenty, plenty of work to do out here. Plenty of buildup. Mm-hmm. And we have, she's like waiting along the wall, like under the window windows and we see just the shadow on the wall of we think it's him knocking on just slowly slowly just like tauntingly hey i know where you are and she does like this like look up of who it is and he's just using sarah's body like yeah at first you're like oh my god it's sarah no because she's just blood just just and because you know, you're like, there's no way she survived. And then you see him like pop up, like, hey, yeah, it's this creepy, like, puppet oh mastery kind of thing. Ugh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that, like, <laughs> I mean, completely shocks her because she didn't. This is when she realizes that Sarah's dead. Right. Mm-hmm. This is the first moment that she realizes that Sarah's dead. Right. Which I hadn't thought about that until we started yeah. talking about this, that she had no idea. Right. Because then she, like, backs out of the room. And again, allows herself to have this moment of completely breaking down. Mm -hmm. She like gets on her knees. She's crying. But then very quickly. Back at it. Back to planning. She Mm -hmm. pulls herself together, gets back up. And I mean, she's got to keep going. Writer's brain. Mm -hmm. Getting getting the possibilities. Uh, And her new plan is she remembers Sarah had her phone. There's a little insert shot when she put it behind her pocket. Yes. In her back back pocket, yeah. And that kind of like wakes her up out of this like breakdown. God, this was another anxiety inducing moment. She gets her car keys Mm -hmm. because she needs to distract him. Fuck, yeah. And she's like, inside is not close enough to the car for the alarm to start going. And Leslie, you like screamed out Dude. when she starts going for the handle and you're like, oh God. No, this dumb bitch, out. what are you doing? You're going yeah. outside. I'm no. like, don't go outside. Don't, don't go, go outside. Because he literally, I mean, this whole time I'm thinking she's deaf. Like he could be right behind her. Yes. I know. And oh, she man. wouldn't know. She would have no idea. Ugh. Uh, yeah, yeah. And she does a little quick crawl and luckily it didn't take far and that far for her to actually Oh start. yeah, because right. she tried to do the alarm from inside the house yeah. and it was just just a tad bit far enough mm-hmm. that she like 
needed to come outside. And I was just like, yeah. what the fuck are you going to do? No. No. So, yeah. And then it, it, but it starts going and he's luckily on the other side of the house. Complete other side. Yeah. And, um, she sees him go to, to the car. What the fuck? And, um, he, she quickly goes over to Sarah, opens that window that he was, she was tapping on, leans out and trying to get the phone. Um, and at least for me, I heard the car alarm stop. Mm-hmm. Oh, there it was going for a little bit, and then I heard it stop, and I was like, "Get the fuck out of there!" But she doesn't know that, right? Of course, she not. can't hear that. Oh, that's so true. <laughs> she has ah, no idea. You keep forgetting. Exactly. Like <laughs> she, this is a real risky move that she's yeah. pulling. Yeah, she is. And then he comes around the corner, um, and luckily she scoots back into the window just, just enough. I mean, his fingers were there. Like, yeah, yeah. You yeah. yeah. can't oh. play piano ever again. Came to the piano, <laughs> and then he's. Getting it back open, but hammer time, baby. Mm-hmm. Picks up the hammer. It was like, like into stabs his it. Yep. Like the back of it is like stabbing into his forearm. Yeah. Owie. Yeah, yeah. Um, you wouldn't have been able the wit. So this is the only other in like logical thing that I had uh, problems with. It's in here. You how you can't use your arm. Yeah, you can't he was, use your arm. He uh, had a couple moments of like. This guy's kind of invincible. Like he he took a a good couple shots that, and so did she. That probably would put her down mm-hmm. or him down permanently for sure. They're both a little superhuman. Yeah, um, I'm, o- I'm okay with that though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. More yeah. blood. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not okay with no superhuman. No, I'm just Two saying. Yes, that was five. fine. Two and a half. Uh, but ye- I, you're completely right. That would have. That looks so. Oh painful. my god! Fucking what I will say is, like, like the hits in this movie, like they really they land, land them in mm-hmm. hard spots. Yeah. The sound, the effects look really good. Mm. So they're the like acting of it too. The physicalization of like having an arrow. Like I felt it. You know, and oh, I felt and she's that. like hitting the side of it because of the pain, and like yeah, she's like hold on, ah. like biting, yeah. God. And uh, he, I mean, yeah, he takes the hit. She's watching him, like, kind of bandage himself up. And he's got this weird moment where he takes Sarah's earring and is, like, just, like, dangling it in front of her. Um, And she's, like, I think that's another moment where she's, like, watching him do this and kind of, I mean, she just hit him in a hard spot, but he quickly was able to recover and is now back to being this taunting asshole, I think that's a moment where she's like, this is going to take more. Yeah, no, this guy, I mean, he clearly felt the pain. Yeah. But, like, he does not feel. He likes pain. Seems like it, That's why I was like, are you a fucking masochist, sadist? You fucking asshole? It's going to take more than a little hammer time to to stop this guy. Right. And uh, this is when she decides to go, pretty much make a run for it. This is the, the run for it plan. She goes outside and goes under the porch and is kind of scoping him out, trying to f- figure out where he is. He ends up coming back to that sliding door and is walking around the porch. She's like feeling the vibrations of yep. his I thought clunky. he was going to try to like open it up because it was open. Yeah, it was open. Well, but he, it was locked beforehand, so why would it magically be, or right. why would it be unlocked at that yeah. point? Because he still thinks she's in the house. Right, somewhere. exactly. He's yeah. hiding. And um, she waits for him to kind of like go around the corner mm-hmm. and she runs for it, but very quickly 
arrow, yeah. like right yeah. past. And that's when she finds out about the crossbow, right? Because we already know that he has a crossbow, but she doesn't. She, it was I on his back. It was on his back. Oh, that's fair. From the beginning. So. But maybe, maybe not. Like, I mean, she yeah. could have been very, like, just out of it, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but we knew, and yes. those are some crunchy ass fucking leaves. Yeah. Girl, you don't hear them, but we do. And yeah. uh, that was not a good plan. Not a good yeah, plan. She no. didn't get far at all. No. Nope. At all. No. Nope. She gets nearly hit by an arrow mm-hmm. and then immediately turns back around and goes back inside mm-hmm. and then quickly closes the door before an arrow it like barely uh missed headshots mm-hmm. those were headshots mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and uh she gets back inside and mm-hmm. she goes upstairs yes which is the this is uh to the attic this goes yeah kind of the mm-hmm. attic kind of it's a really cool room up there yeah yeah um kind of it gave me like a watchtower kind of feeling yeah um yeah because just yeah it's just a small room uh that's up at the top and um she gets out onto the roof which that roof looks like the loudest possible roof it's like like a a tin tin roof yeah yeah Yeah. i'm like yeah i I put through this like a little scene i was like don't leave and then i put why 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 are you leaving why why? On the roof, he um, has a fucking crossbow. Got a crossbow. A crossbow. He can get you up there. Oh, absolutely! Mm-hmm. Headshot. It well, and it's it's interesting. The anxiety that we have about any little sound that's going on. In this mm-hmm. they've, they've done a good job up this point of making us really concerned about all these little sounds that mm-hmm. are going to yes. happen, which is great. Very quiet uh, place esque. Yes, mm-hmm. it makes all every single thing that happens that she does anxiety inducing Mm -hmm. because you're like is that going to make a sound is he going to hear it Mm -hmm. um and uh they just play with that uh so well and don't overuse it either no um they let that tension build long Mm -hmm. enough where you're like god careful her plan now is to i think she has another one of those like fire alarm or no, just, just a, a flashlight. It's just a flashlight. Just yeah. a really bright flashlight. She throws it into the woods. It seems very like what police have. It's industrial. Yeah. yeah. LED, just in case she needs to do like SOS, probably. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did seem like that. Mm-hmm. And she really lands it perfectly for him to... <laughs> the lights come right back towards the house, so it looks like... Good oh, job. yeah. <laughs> like, nice oh, job, Maddie. Somebody's coming. And uh, yeah, he goes off... To um, to figure out what that light is. I'm sorry. That just seemed too obvious to me. I think it's a good, like, she's getting a little more desperate, so she's not totally thinking clearly. Mm -hmm. She's, like, kind of more on adrenaline at that point. Mm -hmm. I thought it was decent, but, like, it is a tin roof, so it's not great. Well, and also, she kind of pays for it. Because she's trying to come down the side of the, like, with a vine wall. And then... Arrow right into the back of the leg. Yep. Oh. Ouch. Well, because like we were watching, it was like, oh, she's she's actually okay. She's getting off the roof. She's getting off the roof. Oh, she's fine. Oh, bam. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. No. Yeah, right in the back. Right or right in the back of the leg. Back of the leg. Yeah. Oh, that looked painful. It did. Yeah. And uh, there's so much blood. He's coming up. Mm-hmm. He wants to come up. And stupidly, right when he gets to the top of the roof he puts the crossbow up first mm-hmm. yeah the, the hand that's holding the crossbow first yeah and she immediately 
grabs it and essentially just pushes, pushes him off. off. Yeah. So now she's got the crossbow. She goes back into inside in the on the roof. She right. crawls back mm-hmm. into that that window, and he is in tow. Luckily, she gets back inside and closes the window before he can uh, get her. Mm-hmm. But she's got the crossbow now. Get her. Yep. Um, and she goes to the bathroom to tend her wounds. Which yeah, this is a pretty like <sighs> hard scene to oh, watch. My Ripped out uh, alcohol. Ooh. She's got the rope, uh, the robe drawstring in her mouth. She's pouring the a- a- alcohol and she's like hitting, like just hitting she's the ground. Like hitting like, everyone. Ah, God. Yeah. You, you could feel it. And she's we, not screaming. No, but you can we tell. are. Yeah, we're screaming we're for screaming her. We're screaming for her. Ugh. Yeah. Again, it just makes it, it almost makes it worse. Yeah. Because you're just thinking about what sounds you would be making essentially in yeah. that moment. Well, like what's, <sighs> what's the, what's the word for like, for when somebody gets a cut or like hurt, gets hurt, you can like feel it too. Like sympathetic. Uh, oh. uh, sympathetic pain. Yeah. yeah. Just sympathetic. Pain. Oh, totally. Yeah. Yep. So that's what we're experiencing. Well, that is this whole movie. I feel like uh, yeah, they really true. play on it. True. 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 Um, and then she's, in the bathroom, trying to pull that string, mm-hmm. trying to pull that crossbow string, and she's just too weak. She's just lost a lot of blood. Yeah, exactly. She's been through a lot already, and she just can't pull it. She can't load it. Right. No. Um, so she's just feeling she's just so defeated. Yeah. And again, I, I felt like I could oh. feel it, like that string every time oh. I pulled away, just on your fingers. Yeah. It's because it's like similar to like playing a guitar, right? Where it's like you just start like. Da-da. It's pretty rough string, I would imagine. Yeah, like it's rougher like, than that. You gotta pull it, and it's like pulling against you, and it's like cutting into you. And, stuff. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and he has gloves on, so when he loads right. it, he's got gloves. She doesn't. It's just her bare skin. Right. She's pulling on that string. Oh my That's lord! And yeah, every time it pulls back, you're like, owie. Yeah. And unfortunately, John shows up. At this moment. And John is Sarah's boyfriend. John is Sarah's boyfriend. Oh, that's stupid asshole. (laughs) Well, he's a jock. I know. He's a jock. You heard me. The side. Dude is so big. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. So damn big. Right. Uh, He's looking for Sarah. Yeah, he's looking for Sarah. He's like banging on the door and like trying to find Sarah. He sees the note written in lipstick on the sliding door. Mm -hmm. Right. He's starting to kind of get suspicious of what's going on. And then, honestly, I thought there was a pretty good move by the killer to just pretend to be a cop. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. Um, because it looked of, like a... Yeah, because he's shining the light in his eyes, so mm-hmm. you can't really kind see Kind of him. blinding him. You're like, yeah. hey, get out, get down. Uh, let me see your hands. Gaslighting him? I, well, it's just a matter of, like, no, not, uh, like, kind of blinding him so that, like, even if he does look at him in the dark and his, it takes a while for his eyes to adjust. Yeah, he yeah. can't really see him. He can't really see that he's not in uniform. Right. Um where's his badge right you can kind of see like a little bit of his tattoo and he's yeah. like it's like a huge ass neck ta- neck tattoo so it's like feathers yeah why I don't know. and he's like <laughs> you can tell through this scene uh john is starting to get suspicious he knows starting something's piece weird something together yeah. he knows something's weird. he knew that something was off with the situation from the start mm-hmm. but as the scene goes on he starts to put the pieces together as to Wait a second. This guy is not a cop. Yeah. Where's his uniform? Where's his badge? Right. Did you call somebody? Sarah's ear. He has Sarah's earring right next to him. Or oh something. yeah, he gives him. Cause like he says, "Oh yeah, um, the the killer is inside or something happened. Oh, the girl's left." It's like a lot of like contradicting little details. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and then he's like, the killer took my radio, my phone, my, my personal life, like iPhone. My gun. My gun. Yeah. My yeah. wallet. So it's like. Yeah. All these things are mounting and he like the Sarah's earring falls out of his pocket. And that's definitely yeah. for John. Like huh? this, mm, this is not adding up right. The one detail that I really did like about this scene is the fact that when, when the killer's coming around the corner, addressing himself as the cop, he like asks for his wallet, but there's a little bit of a, I saw a little bit of fear in the killer because he's like, okay, not only is this like a, a muscular kind of dude, but also was she not lying about her boyfriend coming Mm -hmm. home? So he didn't know whether it was a boyfriend who Mm -hmm. might be able to like fight a little bit more, um, for his girlfriend or as he found out, is it the neighbor Mm -hmm. whose girlfriend's dead? And then I think that gave him like a little bit of a up. After that, he's mm. like, "Oh, you're the neighbor from." Yeah, yeah, yeah. from so, before. Yeah. yeah, he's trying to analyze him and try to figure out how he's going to defeat this defeat guy because he knows that if he just straight up attacks him, he's not going to be able to win in that fight. Yeah, what yeah. story can you like weave together in this few seconds? Mm-hmm. And yeah, and they also do cut back to Maddie, who's still trying to get that crossbow string, and she obviously can't hear she anything. Can't hear. Yeah, and uh, you're, it's like, oh, it's like, oh no, Maddie, 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 just Maddie. go. Yeah, um, and yeah, it's like both the killer and John are trying to figure out what they're gonna do at the same time. It's like a chess match. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're both trying to analyze each other without giving anything away mm-hmm. um, like to metaphor. each other. Mm-hmm. And, um, I mean, John's play is, I think there's a spare key under the pot, yeah. uh, down there. And he's like, oh, well that would be super helpful actually. Mm-hmm. And so he kind of gets the killer. You see John holding a rock behind his back. You can tell what his plan is. He wants yeah. the killer to go down. And as soon as he looks for that key, he's going to hit him in the head. Mm-hmm. And then Maddie. And then Maddie sees John and like starts banging on the door. And And he's like, another little jump scare. Yeah. And then takes that moment, perfect moment to just knife through the jugular. And you're just like, oh, no. I think at this point I had already taken my sweater off again and just wrapped it around my face. Uh Mm -hmm. So I was like, here we go again. We're going to have like a knife just. Yeah, yeah, and it wasn't like super deep or anything. It was just like enough in like the, the right spots, which is a hunter move. Like he yeah. knows he knew where to go. He knows where to kill. He knows where, like you know, yeah, definitely. he can make the fast kill. And he made a smart kill too, because in the scene while John is bleeding out, he says, "You're just so damn big. I would have never won in that fight, man." Mm-hmm. Like. I had to wait for my opportunity to, to get you in the right spot. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, John goes down. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And Ma- and meanwhile, like John's also like mouthing to uh, Maddie, run, run, mm-hmm. run. And obviously she can't cause she, she leg. got her leg. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she has this moment where she goes to the side door, looks out and she's like, all right, I'm going to go. I'm going to run for it. She runs out the window or runs out and the killer just tackles her from behind 
and just smashes her head in mm-hmm. with this big rock. I remember the first time I watched this movie, I was like, holy fucking shit. He oh, just that's, that's killed it. her. Yeah. yeah. Like, that was it. That I, was the movie. I fully expected it to just kind of end there. No, same here. I, I was shouting things out. Um, uh, yeah, like profanities. Uh, yes, I was like, you're a motherfucker. You motherfucker. I was like, is this really it? Is this really is? Is that is that how we're gonna end the story? Mm-hmm. It's about is about him and not her. Yeah, but luckily it was That's that writer's, writer's brain. Yeah. yeah, she thought of that possibility. She we realized that that was just one of the possibilities that if she would have run, that's what would have happened. We have a scene where we really get her writer's brain going through every single possibility mm-hmm. of you can either hide, you can. Uh, run or you can uh, like wait or something yeah and you're gonna bleed out and every possibility ends in her dying and she we have this like interesting scene where she's talking to herself right. we have two of her two maddies in the shot mm-hmm. and she's talking herself through these possibilities mm-hmm. and comes to the conclusion that there's only one way to get out of this gotta yeah. kill him gotta yeah. kill him which all the like, I was thinking about it when I was watching it the second time, and now I understand it a little bit more. But at first, I was watching it, and I was like, it took you that long to decide to kill him? But it's like what yeah. we talked about like, the whole like, she doesn't want to kill him. No, she's not a killer. No, she maybe does like killing things in her books and stuff, mm-hmm. but she's not a killer, she's not no. an actual, mm-hmm. but um. Ooh, actually, I'm thinking. So, remember how we talked about the mom's voice was what kept playing in her mind with the writer's mind Mm -hmm. that kept holding her back and she couldn't make a decision. Now she's telling herself stuff in her voice and then that's what she's owning. So now she's owning the fact that now she has to go. So Mm -hmm. She's finally listening to herself. To herself. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yep. Okay. I, I like that. That That makes sense. Yeah. I think that that would be stronger. That is stronger than having like her fake mother. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. Also, because of this, mm. because of this scenario that we played in as the audience, um, having that be a truth and then realizing that it wasn't, it then for the remainder of the movie was expecting another thing. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, well, what is this real? isn't real. And then it was, and I was like, oh shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh. I was like, well, that the, the next one isn't going to be real. Mm-hmm. And it was. And I was like, oh, my God. So that's why at the end. Uh, you you I, still feel unsettled. Was this a, just a possibility or did this really happen? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. So the whole time I was like expecting something. Yeah. They, it's a nice. I mean, they're just building this anxiety in so many ways. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This movie. The, uh, you're on edge the entire time. Oh, yes. yeah. Really, the whole time. Yep. Um. We get this little fucking cutaway of the killer enjoying... He, like, finds the cigarettes and John's Mm -hmm. coat. um, And he, like, goes to the car. He gets the tire iron. He lights up the cigarette. And he's, like, talking to John's dead body about... Mm -hmm. Maybe I should just let her bleed out a little more. Mm, That's a good idea. But also, when he finds the cigarettes, he's like, Oh, John... Don't you know these can kill you? You yeah. motherfucker. Like, <laughs> I'm going to strangle you. Yeah, right. Before Maddie. God damn it. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, I'll just wait it out a little bit. Let her bleed it out. Then mm-hmm. I'll go in there and, and kill her. Right. Yeah. And then bitch comes up. 
yep. bitch shows up and I'm like, oh God. Oh, no, here we go. We've seen this Fucking man do some hell. horrible, horrible things. What's he going to do this yeah, cat? Right. And this cat just comes over and is like, hey, what's up? Hi. Hey. Hey. Cute kitten. Hi, kitten. You're going to see your mom very soon. Mm-hmm. Arrow to the back of, he gets an arrow, I think, to his shoulder. I think to it's his like, shoulder. Yeah. Isn't that there? Oh, whatever. Yeah, so, yeah he gets an arrow somewhere. Seems like this and it's like, yeah, and uh, Maddie's apparently she's a good she, shot. Yeah, <laughs> apparently yeah. she's a real good. Yeah, because she's standing on the porch, like fuck you, motherfucker. But her voice told her it has to be a headshot. Mm-hmm. It has to be a it, good. It shot. It has to be a, sh- a good shot because you only have that one. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, you only got that one. I mean, it's a powerful thing. So she was managed. She managed to at least get something up here. Yes, she did hit him. Was not a headshot though. No. Right. And or a neck shot. Or a neck shot. That would have been nice. Oh man. But you know, this is bigger than this. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, for sure. And oh god, this is another tough one. Oh, she yeah. so she then runs back inside, and I, I can't remember what she was reaching for. For another one of those arrows. Oh, okay. She shot the one at him, and then she dropped one of them. I think. Yeah. So that was the only one that she had left. So she had to get it back as if she was gonna like get him again. Yeah. yeah. Almost like this Indiana Jones move, mm-hmm. trying to get the hat. But right <laughs> as she's like pulling her hand in, sliding door on the hand. Yeah. And, and then, then he just stomps the shit out of her hand. Oh. And then her fingers are like all mangled. And, like, and there's good practical effects, I'll tell you. Great practical effect for it sure. Was. Yeah. And yeah, he, uh, he takes his time with it because he like stomps it and then he like turns his foot on her yeah. hand. You, you can, can like, hear, hear more bones breaking. <sighs> yeah. And we're all like, uh-huh. oh, my hand. Like for all of us, our hands are incredibly important, obviously. Oh, yeah. But for her as a deaf as a, mute person. And that as a is writer. Like, and as a writer, yeah, that is like so important to her, even more important to her. This is her way to communicate. This is her way to write. This is her way to mm-hmm. like do what she loves. And he just stomped that out, literally. Literally. Oh, God. It was, yeah. And that, that hand, for the rest of the time, these fucking fingers like going in different directions. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Fucking Ow. And it's like her other leg is the one that's fucked up. And yeah. now it's her other, like the opposite hand. Mm-hmm. And she has the moment where... She's on the ground just crying and screaming, but then sucks it up and she just stands up and looks at him and takes her own blood and writes another message on the She had to stoop down to his level Mm -hmm. of like, all right. Or like, you can't affect me. No. You're not taunting me as much as you think. It was a great moment of she writes the, the message, do it. And then she bangs on the glass like he did in the mm-hmm. beginning. Like, now you're the animal that's trapped. I'm not trapped in here anymore. Come on in, bitch. Mm-hmm. You're in my house. Yeah. Yep. It's just great. My house, turn. my rules. Mm-hmm. And my God, after having your hand stamped, stamped out like that. Whew. Yeah. And then that's when the guy's like, all right, well, I'm fucking coming in. Mm-hmm. And he just, grr, 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 like, trying to hit this, like, really tough glass, apparently. Yeah. Um, While she's writing, essentially, like, a death note it's basically mm-hmm. a like i love you mom dad and max or whatever mm-hmm. like he's five nine he's five nine, nine this is the tattoo. guy i went down like fighting. i went down fighting like don't worry i wasn't a victim well yeah. victim yes but well, okay yes but like a I, bad bitch i didn't just like let it happen roll mm-hmm. over mm-hmm. i fought back it's yeah, at, was... because yes like 
you would have to, as parents who um, have a mute and deaf person, might be always concerned, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so then, like, you are just playing a scenario in your mind, uh, being like, okay, was she just tortured this whole time? Because they appeared to be. Yeah, right. yeah right. she's helpless, so you wouldn't think to say that she fought yeah but, but she, she wants was to make like, it clear i want you to know that i did it yeah i'm digging deep i'm doing this okay yeah and uh that was like yeah it was a really like powerful i thought mm-hmm. shot and yeah. scene where he he's just in the background smashing on the window and you know he's coming in and she's just like this it's like puts you in that situation of you know you're gonna die like, what is the last things that you say when you know you're going to die? Nuts. Yeah. Yeah. Went yeah. down fighting. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and she goes up to the bathroom for essentially, like, barricades herself in there. She just got the knife to the door and she's just waiting for him. And I think she's kind of just, like, in this almost, like, last stand mode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's, she's losing a lot of blood. She's, like, so she's kind of, like, losing it a little bit. Camera's going out of focus. And... Which is the only fucking window we never got to see so therefore we didn't know what was that it was there mm-hmm. the one in the fucking roof yep it was like a skylight yeah yeah yeah, yeah. he comes it's a, it's a very creepy shot of her looking at the door and you just see the glass breaking behind her can't hear anything she can't hear anything she doesn't know that he's there and you see his legs come in and he just this sick fuck just like mm-hmm. takes his time, comes real oh, close like to her. There. Yeah. And he can't help himself but nah. say these like last words because he's he's getting off on he's this. He's getting stuff. off on it. He loves it. Yeah. And that's ultimately what fucks him over because he his laugh, his little laugh. His vibrations, everything. And she feels his little breath on the back and she does that dope. He's like coming he's, at her. She like does like a dodge yeah. and then yeah. stabs yeah, yeah. him. I think like in the knee, in the, of, like in the knee, like oh. in the right in the in between knee cap and yeah. But the thing Bam. is, like, I can feel your vibrations here, you know. Mm-hmm. And you're not even touching the the table. Mm-hmm. He was, she had her back against a tub. He came in, so she heard or like felt the glass, felt his steps in, and then felt. Like his breath, right mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. Ooh, yikes! Yeah. Because at first I was like, "How did she see him? Was there a, like a mirror around?" And I'm like, "No, it was like." Well, she's facing the door, so there's no mirror right. on the door. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it was his uh, psychopathic rant that ultimately <laughs> got him. Yep. His cock, his arrogance. Yeah. Yeah, really. Yep. It really was. And um, she goes back down to the kitchen and. This is another moment where she's like really just feeling it. She feels mm-hmm. like she's like really That's fading, and uh, but she finds the bee, the bee killer. Mm-hmm. But I think she also like plays it up too to get him like closer, mm-hmm. and then that's when she goes for it. Yeah, she gets the bee killer in his eyes. Oh, oh also, god! Yeah, what a stream! Because oh, like powerful. she was over here and it was like beautiful. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> nice to really spray wasp spray at somebody. Yeah, well, don't do that. I mean, and, no. and, and, as an actor, yeah. Uh, I just, I would be a little worried about that if they're like, let's really do wasp spray, bro. Yeah. 
but that a was... method. Yo, a method, bro. Yeah, go ahead. Do go it, ahead. Do go it. ahead. <laughs> Daniel Day Lewis would do it. She does this like oh, combo yikes. move of like wasp killer and then super loud uh, fire alarm. Yeah, the one uh, in the beginning. The lights. Yeah. yeah, and then we have this final brawl. The mm. two of them, hands on hands, and he's like choking her out. Mm. Like she's like flashing back to her family and like. Life is flashing, and then like, her pulse is like going down, and you hear it. Yeah. And uh, last attempts. And last then she sees the corkscrew, because everything else is out of reach. And then she goes for it. <laughs> right there, right where it hurts. Yeah, it goes like through one end. You see it come out the other end. Oh, yeah, 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 I yeah. didn't see it. Oh, what a cool effect! <laughs> and it pulls out, and like oh, sprays dude. coming on both yes. sides. That's where we, your arteries, your main oh, arteries yeah. Oh, yeah, are for at. sure. She got, got them. both of them. She got... Nailed uh, it. Nailed it. <laughs> nailed it. And there's this interest. So, killer gone. Killer yeah, dead. He's dead. Killer dead. Yay. Yay. Good job, Maddie. Uh, and then there's this, like, interesting moment where... Did he help her get, like, her vocal cords working again? Because she's like... <laughs> like, there's, like, noise a little bit coming mm-hmm. out of her throat. Because didn't he say that? That, like, that's what got him to, like, do the little laugh. Because he was like, I bet I can make you scream. Yeah. I can make you scream. He just wanted to hear her scream. Yeah. Oh. oh. Ew. Ew. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he does that, like, I'm going to find the spot that makes you scream. Or some creepy shit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Definitely found mine. <laughs> yeah. But it, it almost felt, it seemed like he helped her a little bit. Maybe get her vocal cords Working well, or something. She oh, found her what voice. cost? She found her uh, voice. Uh, <laughs> Literally and figuratively with the writing. Mm. And then we get um, cutaway of Sarah from Next Door Dead, cutaway of John mm-hmm. from Next Door Dead, and then the shot of the house. Uh, and she's walking out of the house and she sits on the porch. She also calls 911 she calls on her phone that she gets back. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. She calls 911. And then she goes and sits on the porch and just. Sit, sits with bitch and mm-hmm. waits for the police. Just to waits come. For the police. Yeah. And we were watching it, and we we're like, as we were watching it, we were saying like, I wouldn't keep my back to the. I don't like. I know he's dead, but you don't know for sure, man. Like yeah. you gotta make sure he's dead before you put your back to the house. Because well, and they kept shooting her from behind. Yeah. So yeah. I was like, God, is like someone watching her from back there? Right. I mean, yeah. Again, we know the killer's dead. We just saw him die. But this yeah. movie has done such a good job of raising our anxiety the entire time that of course we're thinking that of course yeah. we're thinking he's right behind her i would never turn my back to even the dead killer no way right no. right also is this is this true is was it right. was it is it just one of her scenarios that she was playing out yep yeah. Yeah. i don't think so i don't think so. I, I think, think she's surprised. i think she made it i have to leave with that i mean yeah, i'm gonna absolutely. live with the that that was the ending possibility the totem that was the um, best ending spinning yeah, that's the Inception totem. <laughs> it wobbled. It wobbled. <laughs> um, and that was Hush. And that was Hush. You made it, Maddie. Yay, Maddie. Yay, Maddie. Or did you? Or did you? <gasps> All right, cool. Uh, Hush. So I think it's time that we get to some Smash Pumpkin ratings. Yes. This is out of five, right? Out of five. Yes. Uh, and you can feel free to go down to like point one, point two, if you need to. Okay, okay. Um, but uh, we'll start with you, Timothy. Uh, what do you think about Hush 2016? Uh, Hush 2016, I would give it 
a 4.6. Wow. I thought it was great and it was very lean. Mm -hmm. um, lean cuisine. Lean cuisine, yeah. Mm. The only thing that I would take off some, and we, we talked about it a little bit at the beginning of why the fuck was she living by herself? Like, I get that it's like, I, I feel like we made a lot of assumptions versus actually know exactly why. Mm -hmm. Like, was it the breakup that just happened a few months ago and she's still there and like doing her own writer's retreat? Is she like, whatever. Or like, she just really wants to get away from everybody. Mm -hmm. It wasn't super clear. Everything else though was super clear. I It was fucked up in the right parts. It was like... It, it, it did the t the formula of she's gonna try this it failed she's gonna try this it failed she's gonna try this it failed it never got tired you always thought like okay that's gonna advance to something else oh no it's not oh damn it back to square one okay mm -hmm. um it never got boring yeah at all kept you guessing exactly yeah so, awesome nice yeah awesome awesome um i'm gonna rate it a 3.7 I did like it, um, but it ain't my cup of tea, so that's why I'm rating it like that. But the the highlights of the movie for me was just the camera work. I really like the mouse and cat, um, just like aspect of it, and then to include a camera capturing stuff from within and outside, um, and the way that they did such a good job to map out the the house I don't think that's such an easy thing to do without mm -hmm. overfilling it with like filler things so I think they did really good job at setting that up um I mean as much as I hated the stabbing I think they did a really good job with the with with the practical effects um and I think just the <laughs> just the whole like storyline um of having somebody who um, does have these disabilities, but yet, like, at the end, she was able to use everything mm -hmm. to be, everything that she's had to learn to um, be able to surpass and win. kill mm -hmm. this motherfucker. Survive. Mm -hmm. Yeah, to survive. And also, survive, thank you for not killing the cat. Thank that you. Yeah, that's have, true. Thank you. Thank that you. That wouldn't have done anything to the storyline. No. Uh, we already movie. know he's fucked up. We don't need to see him yeah. really. Do She's that. already mm -hmm. defeated. So thank yeah. you for making the cat just be. And really, we didn't use the cat as an omen. Like not no. in a typical way. No. She true. was just going about, just doing her thing. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. She was established little bitch. things here and there. Fucking bitch. Bitch, bitch you're gorgeous. Bitch. Uh. <laughs> I think that this movie uh, is very tight. Tight script, mm. uh, hour, 20 minutes, perfectly length. And I, I think that they do a great job of throwing all the information that we need for the whole movie in there um, without us even realizing. And I think it's what I always talk about is intentional filmmaking. Mm -hmm. This is full of it. Oh, yes. also that. Too. Yeah, it's, yes. it's incredible um, the amount of information that. Mike Flanagan's able to get across um, without us even know that he's telling us information. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like the house layout, like uh, the motivations of these characters. Um, it's well, all, well it's written. all laid out for us to pick up these little breadcrumbs later. Mm -hmm. You and know what? It's I... an interesting, it's an interesting second watch too, because yeah, I agree. knowing what happens at the end, you're like, Oh shit. Wow. 
they really they showed you every single fucking thing that she used mm-hmm. and it makes sense they placed it in places and um i think the only time that i felt was a little forced and it wasn't even that forced because it kind of goes back to the motivations of the killer is that earring moment like him taking off the earring and kind of showing it and then that comes mm-hmm. back later mm-hmm. i was like okay i get it like that's it seems a tiny bit forced yeah. But I can root that in the fucked upness of the character. He's yes. getting off on taking these totems, which is another like mm, very serial killer y thing to do. Mm-hmm. Um so even that moment I Because he took uh John's that. uh watch as well. That's, That's a good true. point. Yeah. He yeah. they do use it again. Mm-hmm. Um, um so yeah, again, like there's an explanation for almost every moment in mm-hmm. this movie. Um and they leave the information that would be maybe superfluous out which i yes. like yes mm-hmm. uh, because it causes us to have this conversation exactly for so long mm-hmm. and even if you don't like it it's still a pretty well done movie mm-hmm. um you can tell that this directing knew the writer like ah, so well it's like they, yeah. have, they shared the same mind yeah. yeah it's like they shared the same mind and they were also married, married? Oh. oh yeah mike flanagan and kate siegel they're married. <laughs> They're married. They're married. And they yeah. wrote this together. I don't know why it didn't say on the writing credits. It didn't say her, but in the movie it gave her credit. It because so. she's a woman. She's a woman. A wo- so yeah. written by uh-huh. Mike Flanagan and Kate Siegel. So yeah, so it was, yeah. It was you great. And she, I thought too, like performance wise, yeah. uh, she was fantastic. Yeah, she was. She was, was great. And she's not deaf and mute. So she had to no. learn sign language or maybe she already knew, but she had to, she can talk mm-hmm. um, and hear. And the killer was great too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was, I never felt like over dramatic. You can get mm-hmm. like these evil characters that are like super indulging in it, but, and he was, but it never felt overdone. No. Right? Uh, it was, Be- he was terrifying in yes. that way. Yeah. Where he was so settled. In he it. was so mm-hmm. settled. And you know, the moments where like, you can have like a killer just like licking their lips and you're mm-hmm. like, Oh shit, that's Twisting creepy. Mustache. But the, the, like he would get to moments where he like w- like could feel like we're he we're gonna get that scene but we don't mm-hmm. and it's just like barely there yeah and mm-hmm. that was the act that it's was enough. yes mm-hmm. that is hard to accomplish yeah, that scene where he's talking to dead john is the closest i think we get to him being like this really evil villain character talking to his dead victim mm-hmm. but even then it didn't feel forced right it didn't feel unnatural it wasn't jarring have a di- having a dialogue scene after not really having a lot of dialogue mm-hmm. in the movie at all it was mm-hmm. very seamless yeah I thought. yeah um Damn. so i'm going to give this movie i'm gonna also give this movie a 4.6 i think it's hard, there's very little to fault it on and it was it was a fun ride yeah well fun you know as yeah, fun yeah. as you get wow yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. it's uh, at the end of the day it's a script it's a movie yeah, it's entertainment. It is fictional. It's a story. Mm-hmm. It's a story. It's just another story. It's true. Here on the dead life Just pod. like the Bible. Oi. Whoa. <laughs> Oi. Sorry, Mom, We just Dan. lost a lot of Christian Our viewers, viewers just <laughs> Wow, I'm so sorry. Um, all right, well, thank you, Tim, for joining us with yeah. Ash. Thanks for and having me. I think it's time that we get to maybe the most exciting part oh. of the oh. podcast. Yeah. Let's see what we're watching next week. Yeah. Uh, so I get to pick. You get to pick. Really dig deep in there. 
Dig deep like Pick a good Maddie one. did. Dig deep. <laughs> yeah. The writer's brain. What are all the possibilities? Do, 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 do. So That's read the uh, read the logline first and then the title. Oh, so are you going to guess what it is? Sure. Yes. Okay. It's pretty easy. I've but. never guessed it. A young couple trying for a baby, a baby move into an aging, ornate apartment building on Central Park West, but find themselves surrounded by peculiar neighbors. Uh-oh. I know. Strangers? Rosemary's Baby. Ding, 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 ding. This By the... <laughs> yeah. I've never seen it. Oh, cool. I actually haven't either. Ooh, Rosemary's Baby. Thank you again, Tim. <laughs> yeah, thank you for having for, me. Uh, for coming. Yay. Please plug yourself. Yes. So, I'm Tim Ashby. Uh, I'm an actor here in Chicago. I got a brand new website. It is tim-ashby.com. Gorgeous. Tim if you didn't Ashby. have enough of this gorgeous face, I mean, go to his gorgeous website. Just wait. Just wait till you see that. We will see a lot of my face. So. <laughs> yes. So we want. As we should. So yeah. we want. Yeah. Um, you know, color me Leslie, Instagram. Hell yeah. And you know, beep beep Richie T, Instagram. Beep, beep, beep. Also check us out on the Deadlights Pod yes. and Playground Social, which is yes. the studio that we are recording this at. Mm-hmm. But until... Next Not time. Stop. Let's get spooky, y'all. Oh. 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 I'm coming into your house, baby. Oh, you can't hear me. What? I. What? You can't hear me.